piano keys sounding so sharp tonight. Yeah, so crisp. That's good. Anyway, welcome to Quarantine Spook Show. Uh, I'm Kyle Carezzi. This is the show where I tell improvised horror stories. What happens is the audience uh, submits horror story titles. I read the titles out loud, and then I make up the stories as I go. And if you want to submit any titles yourself, you can send them to quarantinespookshow at gmail.com or through other means of communicating to me. Let's begin. Just really into that, uh, uh, those uh, piano motifs and those little ditties. They're really cool. I wish I thought of them earlier so I can play with them a bit more. Ah, yes. The perfect horror story title. This story is called It's From Ikea. Sounds like it's from a different song. But I can't think of what song it is. Maybe from Grouper? Who knows? time I ordered something from Ikea. It's funny, while I was waiting for that order, I was just screwing around playing piano. Playing Diddy similar to this. And as I play now, it brings it all back. in person to see if you're really into it. So like myself and many of us, we all had to go to online purchases. Ideally, you'd want to order from companies uh, less evil than something like Amazon. But I ordered some furniture from Ikea. I've heard many horror stories about people ordering things from Ikea, and people trying to build things and assemble furniture themselves, and then uh, 
vast array of nightmares would unfold. I myself was never, have never tried to build IKEA furniture. How hard could it be? So I was sitting, uh, sitting around playing piano and heard a knock on the door. I wasn't expecting any visitors. Uh, I, I assumed it was some delivery person. So I go to answer the door and I open it, but no one's there. It's just a box. And then in, this, in the distance I saw van just drive away as fast as it could. It was an unmarked van, but I suppose that's how uh, delivery deliveries are done these days. Through contractors or whatever. Couldn't tell you I knew much about the industry. But all I knew at that time was that I finally got my IKEA furniture in the mail. Saturday. I woke up at 9am, had a hearty breakfast and a stellar cup of coffee, finished it halfway and kept it at my side as I unwrapped this box. The furniture I got was an entertainment center. A lot of shelves and a space for a TV. So when I had guests over, uh, if I ever had guests guests over, we can all just watch something on the TV and have some bookshelves in view and talk about books. And while we watch something on TV, therefore intellectually heightening our television experience. It was a dream. at the picture and I thought, oh, look at all these shelves. All this minutia of woodcutting. But when I saw the picture, I thought, alright, this might take a while to assemble. But I'm sure I can get the whole day finished uh, doing it. But then I opened the box and read the instructions. Now, I've assembled furniture before. I've also played with Legos. But this set of instructions seemed far more complicated than I was used to. Not that it was... It's one thing if it was just complicated. This seemed needlessly complicated. I pulled out all the little pouches of nuts and bolts and stuff. But they're all in the same pouch. And they weren't separated by piece by piece. to assemble the equipment, every time I needed a little piece, a little nut, a little bolt, a little washer, or whatever, I had to go through the big pouch and rifle through it, and go through a bunch of little pouches that were already inside, but half of them were already torn open, so they are all mixed into the main pouch. So not only, not only did I have to check all the little pouches, but I had to rifle through every little piece in the big pouch that became loose. And I finished my coffee earlier than I expected. It was obviously something that need, needed energy. Just make 
progress, building some shelves. Okay, cool, cool. It's getting more complicated. Some of the pictures of the shelves were just, uh, you know, design graphics and illustrations of it. Other pictures were of uh, photographs of the furniture, partway finished. And I thought, why use little illustrations and photographs in the same thing, in the same, or same manual? halfway through the day, and I was becoming far more aggravated than I expected. I only installed two shelves into one plank of it, but it seemed like the furniture building was eating up my entire day. I knew it, I blinked, and then the sun was down. And I thought, well, I don't want to be up till midnight doing this, so I think I'll, uh, call it for this evening, and, uh, have off work tomorrow and Sunday, so I could just finish it then. <clears throat> and I thought, what could go wrong? Sunday arrived, and on Saturday I was really upbeat and uh, greeted the sunlight and was ready to go on the IKEA furniture. But when I woke up on Sunday, I just saw the IKEA furniture splayed out on the living room floor, and I thought, oh yeah, I was I was building something. I didn't start my Sunday with a clean slate, so I had a I had a fair, fairly large breakfast, uh, another cup of coffee. I got to work. Felt like I was getting to know the language of the cumbersome IKEA directions. I heard IKEA directions were cumbersome, but this seemed like a special case. Both photographs and illustrations. Some things were verbally described, but others were not. And as I went into it, the booklet was stapled in the wrong order. So I kept having to flip back and forth uh, to figure out uh, the steps of the process. And then once again, halfway through the day, I became so frustrated with it that I tore the booklet apart and undid the staples. So I put them in the right order, but by doing that, I ripped up some of the directions, some of the steps, and a piece fell off somewhere and I didn't know where it went. It could have been under the wood planks or under the carpet or something. And I thought, well, I guess that's a mystery step. And again, on this Sunday, it was starting to creep into dusk. phone call at work and I told work that I was sick, had a stomach flu, and I had to take the next day or two off. Just so that next day I could work on IKEA furniture once again. And on that same Monday the sun went down again, but I kept working onto the evening. started to lose track of time a little bit. It's like the only thing that existed in the universe was this piece of fucking Ikea furniture. But goddamn, I've never worked as hard as anything in my life. To immerse in the grind was a beautiful and disturbing thing when it came to Ikea furniture. 
that time stopped and moved forward at the same time. For as long as I worked on it, I was stunned by how little progress I was making. Sure, there's enough marks on the furniture to show that I made some progress, but there's still so much to go. And it didn't look anything like an entertainment center. Just random lumber or whatever. So I get a phone call and it's my buddy Tad from work. It's like, hey man, you uh, you coming to work today? And I was just like, oh no, Tad, I uh, yeah, I called out for the next two days. I was uh, have a stomach flu, but uh, I'll probably be back on Wednesday. You know, whatever. And then Tad told me, Arnold, it's been three weeks. And I was like, three weeks. And he was just like, yeah. You said he had a stomach flu three weeks ago, and we just haven't seen or heard from you since. We tried calling your phone, we tried to stop by your house, but we haven't seen you. We thought you died or something, so we terminated your contract with the company. And I was like, wait, shit, no way, really? I checked the calendar to my phone, and Tad was right. It has been three weeks. I didn't know I was working on the IKEA furniture for that long. So I just thought, well, why the fuck am I not finished with us IKEA furniture? So I talked to Tad a little bit more. Uh, and I talked to one of the bosses at the company, and they were just like, well, I haven't heard from you, so we already got someone to replace you. So you're out, you're out of the company. And I was like, oh, fucking shit. So I realized I didn't have a job anymore, and I thought, well, I guess there's really nothing less left to do, but, uh, keep working on this IKEA furniture. And that's what I did. I kept working on it. The sun coming up and down felt like, a each tick of a clock. It kept going like that. When I would immerse in the IKEA furniture, it felt like there was no such thing as time, and it was just me and the IKEA furniture. But then if I blinked or took a break, and I realized how much time has passed, it would be hours or days or even weeks. I was growing a beard that was already two inches thick. I lost a lot of weight because I've barely been eating. Just one meal a day with my breakfast and coffee. I pretty much had coffee on the fly every every day. And I went shopping shopping occasionally, but I'll just get coffee and some bread and water. You know, I didn't need meals or food or spices anymore. I just needed energy so I could devote that energy to the IKEA furniture. Yeah, I know you're thinking, Arnold, how can you be so immersed in IKEA furniture? It's something most people don't like to do. Surely could have taken breaks or could have had help. Yeah, well, I could have, but I didn't. It was just me and this IKEA furniture. The furniture sucked me into this vortex that was outside of time and space. And I had no choice but to relinquish myself for the sake of this furniture. And the saddest part, I still wasn't even getting anything done. But I kept working. Shelf by shelf, nut by bolt by washer, by screw.
stopped cleaning my house, it was a mess. Dust everywhere. I even left some doors and windows open and a bunch of birds came in. Started to leave nests and stuff. Some spiders were around. My house was becoming one with the earth. I couldn't tell if I was losing my shit or if, it, or if I was becoming more zen. But after the third foreclosure no notice, uh, I thought I would get a job somewhere. Just something to get some income so I could dedicate more time to the IKEA furniture. Now it's worth noting that I had a nice job in tech when I bought the furniture and I had my own house. It could have been taken away if I didn't start making payments. So I applied for some random jobs on Indeed and whatnot. Eventually got a job as a delivery driver to deliver IKEA furniture. Usually IKEA would use a uh, hosting delivery service like Amazon or FedEx or something. But IKEA also uh, hired some contractors and unmarked vans. their own cars, so I used the last of the money that I had on some dingy-ass van, and I started to make deliveries. I went to the big IKEA storefront in town. There was barely anyone shopping there due to these uh, trying times. There was a bunch of people in the break room waiting to be assigned their delivery routes. When I sat in the break room, everyone, all anyone talked about was Ikea furniture. They all had their own Ikea projects building. One person was just like, yeah, I'm building some shelves myself. It's like, oh yeah, I'm building a bench. Should be really cool. Oh, I got this really slick table uh, attached to this slick couch, and it's going to be super rad. And I was all like, oh yeah, I got, a, got some sweet uh, IKEA furniture I'm working on too. Got a really uh, nice model entertainment center poster on it in the break room, and I was just like, oh yeah, it's that one right there, actually. And one delivery driver was just like, oh damn, I, I hear it takes a long time to build. How long have you been working on it? And I thought, oh, well, let me think about it. I lost track of the days that I was working on it. But I checked my phone real quick, just to see how long I've been working on it. And then I saw it. Oh, three years. It's been three years since I've been building this entertainment center. I'm still not even close to being finished. And everyone just kind of nodded and looked away from me after that. Probably all thinking, oh yeah, don't listen to the guy with the rat rat's nest in his hair. Spending an eternity on IKEA furniture. But maybe that was it. Maybe I truly was onto the nature of eternity by working on this IKEA furniture. Anyway, I started doing my delivery routes. Dropping off packages. Uh, ringing the doorbell and then leaving without a trace. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was enough to keep my payments and debts at bay. I 
getting to the point where I was finally almost finished with this entertainment center. But I've been working on it so long, dedicated, de dedicated to it for so long, that I had to sell all my other furniture. And I thought, well, I get a discount at Ikea for being a delivery driver. Maybe I can get some new furniture. Before I even finished the entertainment center, I got three new boxes uh, of IKEA furniture: a couch, a, a chair, and a table. And instead of finishing the entertainment center, I started on those other pieces of furniture simultaneously. four Ikea projects at once, and on days that I didn't have work, I divvied up between each project, a little time to the entertainment center, a little bit to the table, some time for the chair, and some time for the couch. And there were a lot of days where I felt like I was getting a lot done, but my days were disappearing and being eaten away, while I was making little to no progress. Ikea furniture. Over time, I just started to get more boxes of Ikea, filling it up in my house. I didn't have enough space in the living room to work on anything, so I moved some stuff to the bedroom, to the bathroom, to the yard, to the deck, to the porch. There's a little mini construction project happening in every orifice of the house. There was nowhere I could walk. I've stepped on screws many times and I have the scars to prove it. All the blood that I've spilled for Ikea. And I didn't have anywhere to sit. started all these Ikea projects that uh, these pieces of wood were being attached to each other from different projects. A piece of the table would be attached to the chair, a piece of the couch would be attached to the entertainment center. But then I realized it started to look cool, you know, it was like a, it was like an art installation or something. I was actually starting to get really into it. I got more Ikea furniture started to build at random, you know. I've never completed an Ikea piece to this day, but became a virtuoso at working on it very slowly, at the very least. I kept building and building, and eventually the inside of my house became a kind of maze. I was constantly transforming because I was constantly putting things together and taking things apart. Every time I had to go to use a toilet, it was an adventure. Every time I had to cook something in the kitchen, it was like a Indiana Jones parable or something. My house started to transform before my very eyes. At this point, I didn't care how much time passed because at this point it was becoming a living, breathing, living, breathing thing. I barely slept, but when I did, it was in different parts of the house. start happening, i go to sleep, say, on the living room floor, and then i wake up in the shower stall somehow. I'm starting to lose time a little bit. There are insta 
cancellations of the project that I didn't quite remember. And after weeks of this, it started to dawn on me, is... Is this IKEA project building on itself? I've never seen it work on itself. I've never seen any pieces of wood or nuts, bolts, screws, or washers move on their own. But if I looked away long enough, and I looked back, something about it would be different. Got to the point where if I actually had a good night's rest, then everything in the house would have been transformed. And it stopped being just the IKEA project. But it was turning into the house itself. Those few moments when I was able to step outside. The structure of the house looked different. Sometimes it was taller, shorter, wider. There were times I was able to find passages underground. It seemed like the IKEA project was expanding. Digging roots underground, creating basement areas and tunnels. Observatory tower being erected on the side of the house. From there, I got to see the stars. My beard was a foot long at this point. I was one with the house, as any person could be. I thought it was some delivery driver uh, delivering food or something, because I never, I never went out anymore. I was just working on this IKEA project, and I was very excited about it. Could have been food or more IKEA furniture. I think the house has been making orders itself and adding to itself. There's already a half pipe in the basement. Maybe I can go skateboarding in there. I don't know. Needed just a piece of wood and some wheels, and I could make it myself, or the house could make it. That was another thing about the house. When I needed something, it provided. Mainly if it was wood-based, but otherwise it was still pretty cool. So I hear a knock at the door, and then I see Tad, my old co-worker from that one company, uh, whose name escapes me. And he was like, hey, Ronald, hey, uh, hi. And I was just like, oh yeah, you're a, you're a Tad from, a, from that one tech company. And he was just like, well, yeah, I mean, we knew each other before then, you know. We went to college together and anything, you know. We go way back. And I said, uh, we do? I was already starting to lose memory of him. And then I recalled it like, yes, I suppose, I suppose we did. I suppose we are very tight. And he was like, yeah, yeah, so, uh... What you, uh, what you're working on, buddy? And I was like, oh, it's, um, uh, it started off as a, uh, Ikea Entertainment Center. Um, but now it's just like this big mess in my house. And it's transforming and it's getting pretty, pretty ambitious, actually. You know? And Tad was just like, yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen you in ten years, so... Just wanted to pop in and see how you were doing. No one's heard from you. You don't post on social media, which, that's not the worst thing, but a lot of people just think you're dead, so I wanted to make sure you were okay, you know? And I said, has it really been ten years? And he said, yeah, it's been ten years, uh, since you, I guess you've been working on this Ikea furniture in this house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess so, it's been a, it's been a long time working on the Ikea furniture. Um, and then Tad just said, well, how about we just go for a walk, you know? Take a break from doing Ikea stuff, you know? I think it'll be good for you. Get some fresh air. We can go somewhere where there isn't wood. Just, we can just go to the park and hang out. I can get you some ice cream or something from a food cart, you know? And 
then I just said, oh, is there... Is pandemic over? And Tad was just like, yeah, the pandemic's been over for years. I mean, a lot of shit's still on fire, but as far as the pandemic goes, uh, yeah, that's that's been done with and dealt with. And I was like, oh, um, I can go for a walk, sure. He led me out of the house, and the sun was so bright. painful on my skin. The hole in the ozone layer probably didn't help. Tad was informing me that it got bigger and uh, pretty much the earth is fucked, but what else was new? He told me about recent times, uh, things in politics and pop culture, movies that came out, prediction of, predictions of the end times and all that. Talking about music and memories. We found a nice bench on a park, like like he asked, like he promised. I had a burrito, he had a piece of pizza. And I said, Oh, I didn't know there was good pizza in this area. And he was just like, Yeah, man, a lot's changed. pizza and I thought wow it's best it's been so long since I've had food that wasn't just bread and water and coffee and then Tad was just like yeah man uh, you know you've been, you've been working on that Kia project for a while maybe you should uh, you know take a break from it perhaps uh, go on a vacation when was the last time you went on a vacation decade of my life has been dedicated to Ikea. And he said, well, how about we, uh, you know, how about we have a shave? Uh, we can just go on a trip together, you know? It could be for a couple days, could be a week, however long you need, you know? I'd be happy to fund it. Pretty well off right now. Can't afford it, so how about we do that? I said, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I guess I can shave my house, you know. Um, do you mind going to uh, to my house with me? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know how to admit this, but I'm afraid of it. And Tad says, I, I'm surprised you just started to be afraid of it. Yeah, I'll be happy to join you. And as we started walking back, I just said to him, uh, just keep an eye on everything in the house. Because everything can change in a moment, you know. And Tad was just like, alright, we'll do, buddy. So we go back to the house, and it already looked different. Kind of looked like a mansion at this point. It was attaching itself to other nearby houses. junkyard or a lumberyard inside the house as we went in. Like an M.C. Escher painting inside. And then I just turned to Ted and I said, maybe I can just uh, get some things um, and then we can go. Maybe we can I can shave another time at your place or wherever we stay. And then he said, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. takes a few hours for us to maneuver through it. We start to get hungry. And then I find what I think is my bedroom. And then I start packing. Just a humble suitcase, just some clothes. And then I said, oh, maybe I can pack some food, too. And then Tad said, I have, I have food. We should probably get out of here. I said, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So we walk through this labyrinth, going upstairs, downstairs, 
through tunnels. Feels like gravity's altered in certain parts, but there are no windows nearby to really prove that. Pass through multiple doors, but they only lead to more catacombs. I can't tell if I'm below ground or above ground. Eventually, I find the front door and I open it. Feel the fresh air on my face once again. And I say, Tad, Tad, I found it. I found it. Tad, where are you? I don't hear Tad. I don't see him. I keep shouting to him, Tad, Tad. Just silence silence of wood and Ikea furniture. I toss my suitcase outside the house so I don't have to look for it again or I have to carry it. And I go through the catacombs once more. Again, it takes another hour to traverse through it. And then I start to smell rotting flesh. enter an area of the catacombs, which feels like a dungeon of some sort. I see some bodies that I don't recognize, but have been rotting for a while. And I look at them and I just think, have these always been here? Has it really been ten years? I keep looking around, and then I see them buddy Tad. It looks like he has a wooden javelin uh, stuck from the back and coming out of his chest with his heart at the top of the spike. And he's just hanging there on the wall like a decorative piece. I look at his face and it looks neutral wasn't expecting it. I just take my fingers and I close his eyes and I continue back through the catacombs. I try to go the way I came, but again, the house keeps transforming, becoming more labyrinthine with every moment. also expanding as well in other houses, which are also getting bigger. Feels like it's at this point the house has consumed the whole block. And that same length and width uh, going underground and above ground. My Ikea house has become a mammoth structure that I can no longer maneuver through. start to get thirsty, but I can't find water. Eventually, I start getting desperate. By sheer luck, I find an axe. So without any better ideas, I just take the axe and start wailing the Ikea furniture. All the work that I've done, now all, the, all the work that have been done long after me, that I helped pioneer, in a way. I just butcher it all. I no longer care about the Ikea furniture. It has consumed me and my life for too long. It has consumed my house and my neighborhood. It consumed my friend. And I wouldn't let it consume my soul. try to go after pillars to see if I can break down to foundation. 
When I look away from the pieces that I, that I destroyed, I look back, and it's reassembled, but more distorted, more jagged, using broken pieces to build itself instead of slick IKEA plywood. Eventually I break through the side of the house, and then I run away. I found my suitcase in front of the house. I was right, it has consumed uh, the entire block, and the one next to it. And it was high enough to be called a castle. And it's probably sunk that deep and underground at that same height as well. Take my suitcase, take some dollars, and I hop on a bus. I check out at an Airbnb. I wash myself up, take a good long shower, shave my face, go to a nearby grocery store, get all the best fruit and vegetables and spices that I could find. I just made this superb uh, stir-fry thing. The most luxurious meal that I had in 10 years. Like that first breakfast I had when I first got the entertainment center. There are televisions set up in the Airbnb. And everyone who's staying in different rooms of the house or watching the news about what I would call my former house start to consume the town. People are calling it its own life form and trying to make peace with it so it wouldn't expand. Some National Guard has been sent, but they were no match for it. Everyone knows that bullets cannot destroy IKEA furniture. It's too high quality. that I've brought upon the world. But then I have an idea. I go back to Ikea. The same Ikea that I did delivery driving for. I go in and I ask to see the entertainment center that I bought all those years ago clerk there who knows about the news of the uh, Ikea monster, but doesn't even register of how terrible it is. He's just like, oh, you want to build an entertainment center? And I was just like, no, no, I built that monstrosity that's uh, happening in town. I just need an instruction manual. And he said, oh, well, we, we can't give you an instruction manual uh, unless you buy the whole thing. I said, dude, I'm not buying another piece of IKEA furniture. I've bought hundreds of IKEA products from you over the years. Now please give me the fucking instruction manual. And he said, well, I'm sorry, sir, that's just our policy. So I grab him by the collar and I say, to hell with your policy. And I just punch him in the face and I take the manual and run. back at my old house with my screwdriver with the instruction manual and a fresh cup of coffee I store them in like I own the place the house is constantly transforming but I still feel its heartbeat I know how it moves, I know how it thinks. 
by sheer intuition, I know where I have to go. I go to where my living room used to be. And then I see, which hasn't been assimilated with the rest of the house, the in-process entertainment center that I started ten years ago. So what I do is I sit down, I open the instruction manual, and I get to work. I finished the coffee pretty quickly, but I didn't need the energy. I was already, I was already riding the uh, adrenaline of saving the world, or at least the town, or at least the people nearby. I didn't know how long, how much larger this thing would grow. If it could, if it could consume a town or a region or a continent or a planet, I didn't know. But all I knew it had to had to come to an end. IKEA furniture has a way of sucking time. That's what it used to uh, build itself quickly, as it did. But I just went by the instructions one one step at a time. I always thought I was focusing on IKEA furniture all these years, but I've been ruminating, doing it very slowly, very meticulously. At this point, I was just banging it out, not even letting myself break a sweat. Just okay, did that step, what's next? Okay, I did that, where's that piece? There it is. Okay, put that here. starting to use my 10 years of Ikea experience to complete this project one step at a time. And then before I realized it, I was finished. I completed the entertainment center. It was as glorious as, I, as it was in the box. The shelves for where books could go, little crevices and drawers, and a big safe, big a big space for the TV could go. Then I start to hear a rumble and a scream. They say that when plants are thirsty, they do a high-pitched scream that humans can't hear when it needs water. I don't know if the same thing applies to lumber, but this is what I imagine that scream to be. It felt like an earthquake was happening, but I knew better. I ran out as quickly as I could, watching all the pieces fall, the wood warp and tip over. I found my way out of the house, and I ran out as far as I could. And then from a distance, I watched the perverse Ikea castle tip over and fall and collapse itself on the street, on a nearby park, and on other houses that it didn't consume. It was like watching a very old tree fall. scattered everywhere. It was nighttime when this happened, and the moonlight was shining on all the pieces of broken lumber, on all the flesh and bodies that the house consumed. Just like that light tan color scattered all around the neighborhood and town. sound it made when it was crumbling. It was like the sound of lightning striking, striking close by, or the sound of a thousand car crashes. But I passed through the rubble. There were other spectators also looking around. 
and some families were reunited by people who were captured by the house. Other families weren't so lucky. But people were going through the, ru through the rubble. Some news reporters showed up and started to do streams of it. And I go to the area where my living room was. Entertainment center, entertainment center was still standing by itself. I could see the moon from the big space where the TV would go. And I looked at it and I thought that is the finest entertainment center that I've ever seen. And the very next thing that I did was give it a slight shove and then tipped it over and then it shattered in pieces with little to no effort. And I left it like that, as I left that property never to return. So, that, so as I sit here right now, minding my own business as I play piano, you come and ask me if I wanna stop by Ikea uh, to pick up some more furniture. So I'll give you my answer now, uh, even though it took an hour telling you this parable. If you want me to go to Ikea, I'm going to have to give you a hard pass on that. Quarantine Spook Show. I'm Kyle Carezzi. If there's any lesson in this story, it's to purchase and build IKEA furniture with caution. Good night.